You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. Whenever we're struggling with something and have been struggling for something for a while, there's something showing up in our life in some way. And we'd like it to be different. We wish it wasn't like this anymore. We wish we weren't thinking this way or acting this way. Or whatever it happens to be, the kind of thing that might lead you to seek some help, say, from a therapist. You can actually break that down into three different sections, which is what I'm going to do in this episode to help you understand what is actually going on and allow you to break down the issue into three easy to understand bits so that you can get a sense of just how much sense it makes that this thing is hanging around in your life in the way that it is. That it's not a symptom, as those who medicalise these things might call it, but a defence, a protection, and, and one that makes perfect sense given what you've been through. And so the three things that I'm going to talk about in this episode is, first of all, what people might call the symptom. I don't think of it that way at all. A better way of thinking about it, even though it's a bit more wordy, is the thing that you'd like to change. It might be something that you, like a thought pattern. It might be something that you do. It might be some sort of nervous system response where you get very anxious or even very depressed. But it's the thing in life that you'd like to be different. What people sometimes call the symptom, but I more likely would think of as the defence. And it's it's an unusual thing to call it a defence because the way I think of this thing that they call the symptom is that it's actually not just the problem that you're bringing that you'd like different, but it's actually also a solution to another problem. And that's what we'll get to in a moment. So the first block, though, is the defence, the symptom, the thing that's showing up in your life that you would like different. Now, the second thing that you have is the exact opposite of that. It's how you would like to be instead. And it's a question I often ask with clients, you know, what would you like instead of this? And it's a nice question because it takes us away from the problem and it takes us towards some sort of path towards the future. So it can be a very hopeful question. So you have like the initial defense, the initial symptom, if you want to call it that. And then you've got the thing that you'd like instead. Now, the final aspect is best described as the consequences that you believe or fear that you would suffer if you were to make the change. So if you did drop the symptom, if you did start acting the way you would like to act instead, then this block here is the, this third block are the consequences that you fear that you would suffer if that were to happen. 
So let me give you an example. Let's say, for instance, that you're a person who never puts themselves forward for opportunities. And you notice that this is getting in the way of life. And so you might say, go to a therapist or a counsellor or whatever to try and work this through. So the thing that you're bringing is that first block. It's the thing I call the defence or some people would refer to as the symptom. It's that sense, that thing that you notice about yourself that says, I'm never putting myself forward for opportunities. Now, the second part of that, if I were to say, well, what would you like to be doing instead of hanging back and ignoring all the opportunities? You might say, I want to get in there. There's loads of opportunities that really interest and excite me. And I actually want to be out there grabbing them and moving forward with my life and, and engaging in all these exciting things. So that would be the second aspect. But then the question arises as in terms of, well, why isn't that already happening? And this is why I call this symptom that others would refer to it as as a defence, as a protection, because this is where we come to the feared consequences. What are the consequences that we fear that we would suffer if we went right ahead and grabbed those opportunities? And so everyone's will be different, but it might well be that, I don't know, it might be that somebody says, well, my parents always said that you'll never amount to anything. Or they might have said something like, nobody likes a big shot. Or some sort of belief system there that we might be carrying that gets in the way. And so as a kind of formula, as a way of thinking about this, I'm going to give you a phrase now and you can just kind of plug in your own stuff into this, almost like a bit of Lego. So there's five different phrases to it. So let's start with the first bit. If I allow the thing that I want instead, it's the first part. If I allow the thing that I want in instead, then I'm going to suffer the thing that I fear the consequences would be. And so... I do the defense behavior. I do the thing that people might call the symptom. Even though I really want to do that other thing instead, I want to take that opportunity because anything is better than those consequences. So let's, let's put some flesh on the bones of that. If I allow myself to go and take opportunities then I fear that everyone's going to hate me because they'll think I'm too big for my boots. They'll be saying, who the hell are you to be taking these opportunities? And so I just stay on the sidelines and let them pass. Even though I really, really want to take those opportunities because anything is worse than being disliked and being thought of too big for my boots. And so in that structure there, you're able to kind of formulate what's going on. 
for you as you plug your own stuff into that structure. So if I allow what I really want, then I'm going to suffer these consequences. So I do the thing that I'd like to change, even though I really want the opposite, because anything is better than those consequences. I'm often reminded when I think of this kind of structure of a case that I've mentioned on this podcast before, but it was of a uh, a nutritionist. And he was working with women who were very, very overweight to the point that they would be unwell. And he managed to work with them on their nutrition, on this program, that they all got to their, you know, their healthy weight, basically, their, their BMI weight, however they calculated it. And he thought he was a real clever clogs there. And of course, he, he'd done very well. They'd all done very well. The women had done very well. And sometime afterwards, like many months afterwards, he met one of these women and she was back to the same. Very, very, very morbidly obese weight again. And he couldn't understand what happened. And so he brought back these women he was an Italian doctor. He brought back these these women again, and an awful lot of them were back to being at this very, very morbidly obese weight again. And so he put his doctor's hat to one side and he started to speak to them and find out what was happening. And many of them had suffered sexual assault, either as a child or in their in their teens or whatever. And so he was able to, you know, if you think about what was going on for those people? It plugs into this, doesn't it? Because you've got the thing that they'd like to change. You know, they were so overweight that their health was really failing. They had the way they'd like to be instead, which is where, you know, the nutrition got them to. But then there was that third piece of the equation, the consequences that they believe or feared that they'd suffer. Because the very moment that they got to a different weight, to their BMI weight, what was happening is that they were suddenly very visible. And they felt very frightened by the fact that people were paying attention to them. Because it felt very similar to back then. And so once again, if you kind of plug it into that, into that structure, if I allow myself to be my standard healthy weight, then I'm going to get all of this male attention. And so I'm going to be really threatened by that. So I'll stay the weight that I am, even though I'd really want to be at a healthy weight, because anything is better than being visible and feel that level of vulnerability to male attention. And so I've used an example there that I'm sure you could understand, but most of our stuff can kind of be plugged into that, can't it? We have the symptom, as some people would call it. I'd think of it more as, as the defense, the protection. We've got the way we'd like to be instead. And then we've got that fear of consequences, that belief that we would suffer some consequences. And when you plug those three things into that structure, it basically says, if I allow 
myself to be the way I'd like to be, then I'm going to suffer these consequences. So I carry on with the thing that I'd like to change, even though I want the opposite of that, because anything is better than those consequences. And so just to have a recap then, we've got the defence, which is the thing that's showing up in life that we'd like to be different. We've got the way we'd like to be instead, and we've got the consequences. And then that structure then is basically saying, if I allow myself to go and take the opportunity in that example, then I'm going to suffer everyone's dislike of me. So I just stay out of the way, keep my head down, and miss all these opportunities, even though I really want to take them, because anything is better than that ostracization. And so if you find this useful as a way of thinking about your own stuff, you know, those three things, and then plugging them into that five-clause sentence, if you like, then feel free to pass it on, and uh, hopefully others can get some use out of it as well. In terms of what's coming soon, I've got a course coming soon. It's called Nine Ways to Beat Depression. If you go to a sliceoftherapy.com forward slash nine ways, you'll find out all about that. If you'd actually like to work with me directly, then you can find out more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. I'm Alan Parry. And of course, subscribe to the podcast because it's completely free, which is nice. And it means that you'll never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening. I hope that was useful and I'll see you on the next one.